You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, and today I want to talk about something that I'm very passionate about. I've, I've mentioned this before, but I think it needs to be said in about a million different ways because I continue to see so many people miss the mark. So do I have your attention yet? Yeah, it's client experience. I work with premium service providers. I work with premium service providers in my coaching business, in my consulting business, and I hire premium service providers to help me in my business. But what is a premium service provider, right? That's the big question here. Premium service providers are people who are the best of the best at what they do. Now, where I see a lot of people miss the mark is communicating that non-verbally. I can't tell you how many times this year alone, my team and I have gone on a quest to find the best of the best for whatever the project might be, to finally find that person, so we think, and to be wowed at first impression, right, when we maybe see their website or we hop on that initial discovery call, and then boom, when we sign the contract, it seems like everything starts to change. It's kind of like dating, right? You got tricked a little bit in the beginning. And listen, that's not fun. No one wants to be tricked, right? We want to be wowed. That's the goal. We want to be wowed. So if you're listening to this today and you are a premium service provider, chances are that's a true statement. I want you to spend a little time to take a look at what you're delivering out there, both verbally and non-verbally. Are you communicating that premium service when you're not physically controlling the conversation. And what I mean by this is what in the world does your onboarding process look like, right? What are those touch points that are happening or not happening that that need to happen better, be enhanced, be optimized so that every single piece of communication that comes from your brand really, really embodies who you are and the true quality of the service you provide. There's all this talk about there about charge your worth and add tax. Well, I don't care about charging your worth and adding tax if you can't deliver the goods in a premium way. You don't have any business charging tax if you're not really walking the walk all the way through the process. Now, do I expect every person to get it right every single time perfectly? Absolutely not. I don't get it right every single time perfectly, but we sure try and we care. And that's part of our core values, right? That's part of our mission is to make sure that when clients work with us, they know that we are truly invested in the outcome, helping them get the results. And I will tell you that nothing makes me more angry than when I say yes to spending a heap of money with someone who comes highly recommended 
only to be less than wowed before I even start working with them. And this happens all the time. That's why I'm talking about it today. It's happening to me right now in business and I'm not really thrilled about it. And it was a whole conversation behind the scenes with my team yesterday about, wow, what a disappointment. And we haven't even kicked off the project yet. And this was supposed to be someone who was really the best of the best at what they did. And the price tag sure says they are. And the spiel we got in the initial interview sure sounds like they're the best. And when I mean interview, when we're interviewing each other to find out if they're a right fit for the project, like we're so wowed and we're so excited only to be disappointed. And we haven't even started yet. And this seems to be a trend that I see so much. And of course I can't help it because I'm, I have that quality control trait that comes out and I want to give unsolicited feedback to these people who are actually I'm supposed to be the customer. I'm supposed to be the client, but I want to say, oh, and by the way, here's how you can improve your process. So this doesn't happen again to somebody in the future. And I'm sure they already hate me before we even start working together, but I can't help myself because I'm like, you're missing the mark here. So what specifically am I talking about? Let me give you a prime example. So imagine, I'm going to paint a scenario here. Imagine that you are getting ready to kick off an engagement and you book in with somebody and you're super excited. And we're talking an engagement that's over 5k and And you can't wait to get started, right? So everything's great until the contract is signed. And what happens next is less than impressive because you're not even clear what next steps are. Let me tell you what I didn't get. A fancy schmancy welcome kit. And when I say fancy schmancy welcome kit, all I want to know is what are the next steps? So what are the expectations, right? It's really simple to put something together. I don't care if it's a welcome packet, a welcome kit, a welcome email, let your people know who are purchasing from you what to expect next, right? What's going to happen after they sign the contract and pay their invoice. They're excited. You need to capitalize on that excitement. Okay. So this didn't happen in this current project. I have to hunt and go back through and figure out what are the next steps. Just because you used up Zotto does not mean you're doing a fancy schmancy welcome onboarding process. Okay. Dubsado is there as a tool and a way to automate a process, but you still have to put in the work initially. So if you have Dubsado and you're a service provider, don't assume that people are being wowed. Have you audited the process? What are you sending people? Have your business bestie run through it for you and make sure it makes sense. Make sure that that piece is on brand. Okay. So that's the first place where the ball started to drop because I'm not even sure what's happening next. What's the timeline we're working with folks? Because this project that I'm talking about, when we booked in, we couldn't start for 45 days because of their timeline, not mine. Right. I knew I had some prep work to do, but like, what else do I need to do? What are the, what are the benchmarks to get us to that, that coveted kickoff, right? That's what I'm so excited about. The next piece that happened and happens so often where so many people miss the mark is sending a gift. Okay. A gift is not required. Sometimes the gift is that you're going to go and invest in getting to know the person who has just signed your contract or paid your invoice. Okay. The least amount of effort you can put in is going and following them on social media. And if you're going to do something that touches their audience, you might want to get to know their audience. Spoiler alert, you would be shocked at how many times I have signed up to work with service providers and they don't know anything about me other than what I tell them. But it's 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 free to join my Facebook group, the Up Level Lounge over on Facebook group. And you know what? That might be a great thing to put onto, into your onboarding questionnaire. Like, do you have a free community? Where do you hang out on social media the most so I can get to know you more? 
All right. These are the things that I'm really passionate about helping other women do in order to uplevel their business. This is what we focus on when you coach with me is like, how can we make you stand out from the crowd? And it's not rocket science, but here's the thing. So many people aren't doing this. So back to this real life scenario. First of all, I'm not wowed by any type of next steps or welcome sequence. Now comes the fact that we are mm, three weeks into having a signed engagement and this person has not joined my groups or followed me on social media. How do I know this? Because I went and followed them on social media yesterday (laughs) because I was starting to get irritated about them. So I know it's happening and this is not the first time. Okay. And a welcome gift. If you're going to send a welcome gift that's that's beyond going in like engaging cuz that's a big gift to people, showing up and showing them that you really care, but if you want to send something physical in the mail, make sure you know what that's going to look like. Make sure that it's on brand because just sending something for the sake of sending something does nothing for people if there's not some thought behind it. Find out like is your person a coffee drinker? Are they a gardener? Do you want to send something that is branded that represents who you are? Make sure that the packaging is great. If you are if you are selling a premium service that's, you know, several thousand dollars, make sure that what you're sending in the mail represents that. I recently got something from um, being onboarded and it's a wonderful person who has a really premium brand, but I am sure that they would be mortified if they saw what came in the mail. I thanked them and said, thank you so much. But it was this tattered, goodness, gracious, horrible looking (laughs) representation of, I know what they were not striving for. Let's just put it that way. And it broke my heart a little bit because I love the, the gesture that, that somebody would go out of their way to send me something. But from, from the coaching standpoint and the mentor standpoint, I'm like, Oh, I know this missed the mark for them. I know that this is not what they were striving to do. And, and that didn't make it onto my social media to say, look at this really cool gift I got from so-and-so, right? Cause I was like, eh, they're not going to be excited about that. So who do I love to use for gifting? You know, curated gift boxes from Etsy or box Fox is one of my favorite, or, you know, maybe I'll send something from farm girl flowers, which is one of my favorite florists to use, but I want to make sure that the brand that I'm using to now be an extension of my brand is going to really represent me in the, in the up-level lounge um, mastermind group, a lot of times what we will do is we will send something from one of my favorite B Corps. And if you don't know what a B Corp is, it's really, really cool. And this B Corp is near and dear to my heart. They, um, support a lot of business in Ethiopia, and it was derived as a concept that came from adopting some of their children from Ethiopia. So I love supporting their business. And, you know, I'm just a small little company, but because I have, I've really said, Hey, you, you are something I care about Parker clay. I want to have you be an extension of my brand. They've invited me in and they have given us premium service. And we actually have a journal that we have stamped with the Melissa Froelich brand on it for their Parker clay brand. And it's part of their B Corp. So for me, it's really important because it, it, checks off that box of generosity, right? So when the ladies in the up-level mastermind get one of my journals that is also a Parker Clay journal, I get messages like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And what an amazing company because it's a journal that I use. It's the color of leather that I have on all my bags from Parker Clay, but also their brand represents something I'm passionate about. So make sure that as you continue to grow and you step into that role as a premium service provider, that you are partnering with people who are also premium service providers. And if you're not sure, do your research and ask around, get recommendations. Okay. So that's another place where I've recently seen it miss the mark so many times recently. The next one 
that has happened in this real life scenario that I'm talking about right now is there is no check-in happening. It was my team sitting down and saying, wait a second, when is this kickoff supposed to happen? How come we don't have a call booked yet? I recall something about that we were supposed to have something booked and it was going to come at this certain time. And so we had to reach out only to find out that that link for that call was triggered by a very specific thing that was going to happen in Dubsado. Also not my problem, right? I should not be the one reaching out and managing the process if I am paying you several. And by several, I mean more than $5,000. That should not be my job, okay? So making sure that your automations make sense. It's great to have automations, but they're garbage unless they make sense and unless they do two things. They wow your client and help automate your business, all right? They have to check both boxes because if they're just making things easier for you, but they're pissing your client off, that is a big problem. So making sure that you're auditing your processes regularly and making sure they make sense to people and making sure that they enhance the user experience. That's the goal here, all right? So the fact that we were missing a welcome kit or any type of next steps, the fact that I wasn't even, you know, important enough to join my community or follow me on Instagram. That that kind of speaks volumes. And like I said, this wasn't like some tiny little offer. I've paid recently for service providers for strategy sessions and we're talking, you know, less than $1000 and they check all those boxes, right? There's no excuse for this not happening and if you don't know how to do this, this is where you need to invest in a mentor, invest in a program, get with a business bestie. I don't care. Book a strategy day with me and we will, you know, in a VIP day get you up to speed with your wowing people because you're a premium service provider. Like I will help you do that because I am passionate about it. Make sure that that exists in your business because you are going to miss the mark big time. You're, you're going, cause what's going to happen now is even if this person delivers the very best results, I'm still going to have like a little chip on my shoulder because it could have been better, right? I'm sitting here underwhelmed. I'm also not like jumping for joy and thinking this is going to be my next referral partner. All right. So even if they knock it out of the park with the, the actual deliverables, it still doesn't get an A plus because there's a bunch of boxes that weren't checked in terms of client experience for me. Here's the other thing. There were no proactive check-ins. There haven't been so far. If you cannot start a project right away, make sure that you're booking in touch points with your client. Make sure you're checking in to see how they're doing. Make sure that they don't have any questions. Um, send them something to let them know you're thinking of them, whether it's a simple little, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, we're 14 days out from our project kickoff. I'm so excited to get started. If you have any questions in the meantime, feel free to respond to this email and I'll get back to you within 24 hours. Let them know they matter. Okay. Again, you're probably listening to this podcast and doing one of two things like, Oh geez, that's super basic. And if that is what you're saying, good for you, because that means that you're probably delivering an incredible client experience. If you're sitting here going, Ooh, I don't know if I have all that figured out. It's okay. You can go and start to audit your process and implement some of these things I'm talking about right now, but you want to make sure that your efforts match your brand. If you are saying you are a premium service provider, and you're charging your worth plus tax, and you have a fancy website, and people refer you all the time, you better make sure that you have the parts underneath the hood to match the paint job, all right? Yeah, that's a little bit of my country coming out right there, but I think it's important to say, like, I don't care how shiny it looks. I'm gonna wanna know, like, what's the brass tax here? How is this gonna function when I actually invest in it? Because I'm tired of investing in people who are supposed to be the best only to be disappointed by 
their lack of client experience. So the whole reason I'm recording this podcast today is not to shame anyone or throw shade or do any of that. I'm recording this podcast because this is a really easy thing to improve. This is a really easy way to do better for people and to really be in alignment with charging your worth and adding tax, right? You can feel good about that when you know that you're checking those boxes in terms of my client onboarding process is amazing. My lead capture process is amazing. And if you're not even sure what the difference is between those things, come talk to me about coaching. We we have solutions for, for helping you create those things. In the Consulting Framework Accelerator program, we're talking about that right now. They're, they're in week number four, and it's really making sure that they've checked all the boxes and it's all lined out for you in that program of having your lead capture ready to go, and then your discovery process, and then the client onboarding. I care about all those pieces. I could teach you how to become a consultant in a day and send you off on your own, but you know what? That's garbage. I care about making sure that you have all of the foundational pieces to deliver the best consulting experience as well, because I want your people coming back. I want your people singing your praises from the rooftops because they're super wowed by the experience they had with a premium service provider. All right. So all of these little things matter because people do pay attention. I care about the experience. It's like, it's the same reason why I'm willing to go to Whole Foods and grocery shop versus go to Walmart and grocery shop. Okay. Do they both have produce? Yes. But I want the experience. All right. I want to have a certain experience when I go shopping and I'm willing to pay more premium prices sometimes for that experience. But if they miss the mark, I'm not going to go back there. All right. So think about that. If you want to attract people who are willing to pay those premium prices, you have to provide a premium experience. It's not just about the service. It's about the whole experience. So I'm sure you could hear the passion today and it's really about, oh my goodness, people, you can do better. And I want that for everybody. I want you to be able to do better we can all do better. So that's part of the growth mindset, looking at every single onboarding experience, every single engagement and saying, okay, what worked and what can I improve on next time? But if you don't build that into who you are, if you're not constantly auditing and improving, then you're probably really missing the mark. So become that CEO version of yourself who's always looking for ways to enhance and improve and making sure that your improvements make sense not only for your business, but also for your client's experience because those two things have to happen in harmony. All right, I hope that this this sparked a little bit of like, oh, I need to go audit my process or, oh my gosh, really? People are missing the mark here. Maybe I'm doing better than I thought. You probably are. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably one of the ones who is already doing so much better than so many people out there because the people who think they're doing great aren't looking for ways to improve their client experience because either they don't care or they think it's already great. If you think that, I guarantee there's a way we can improve it. So if you found anything in this podcast, even remotely valuable, please tell me, come on over to the Uplevel Lounge on Facebook. That's our free group. We talk about all things business growth. Come find me on Clubhouse at Melissa Jewell. You can follow me on Instagram, Melissa Froelich underscore biz. Send me a DM. Let me know what else you want to hear me talk about on the podcast. I love hearing from actual listeners and from people in my audience because it really gives me inspiration. And if you have found this podcast valuable, you know, previously, or even if this is the first time tuning in, if you can leave a review, that is really, really helpful for me. 
I do this because I want to provide insight and coaching to people so they can up-level and enhance their business every step of the way. And that effort from you really makes a difference for me. So thank you so much for being part of my audience. I value you. I appreciate you. And I hope you have an amazing week. I will see you next week right here on the Up-Level Lounge podcast to talk about more juicy things that are going to help you grow your business. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.